A hot scoop from the Tom and Matt Attack newsroom. Getting this, Sony's pulled out of E3 by damn you. My God. We better write it up on Tom and Matt Attack. Core blimey Charlie Tom Parry. Sony is pulled out of E3. You know what? It's almost as if I didn't know what I was going to say. I just liked the sound of that typewriter. I thought I'd go with it. <laughs> is it a big headline? It is a pretty big headline. I mean, it, it is. Because but... Sony have done E3 for many years. Uh, Nintendo was the first, I guess, to back out. Yeah. Uh, and now Sony have followed suit. It does not. Because it costs a lot of money to put on an E3 show, especially with the expectations that people have well you know um, especially since sony has been um trying to make art forms out of their presentation these last couple of years maybe you know a few less ballet dancers and whatever they had for god of war maybe it would have been a bit of a more affordable thing yeah perhaps this is because this playstation 4 generation is winding up and they have said previously that uh didn't have anything else really in development any big titles coming yeah. now other than the ones they've already announced like uh Last of Us 2, I yes. suppose. God, be... when is that out? That feels like that was announced a long time ago. Well, that's the next big Sony thing, isn't it? It's probably the last big Sony and thing, dreams, if being honest. Dreams and... I thought Dreams was out that's like not now. soon yeah, yeah, as well, and it's not out. The, yeah. That's been delayed slightly. It was playable at... Uh... PAX? Uh, no, EGX. Uh, EGX is the one I was trying to search for, yes. Yeah. So, yes, Dreams and that... Uh... Yeah. Oh, well, in the wake of this news, Tom Parry, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Has this affected has your this life affected in any me? way? No, no, I can't say it has. No, really. I can't say I'm it's affected me that. either. I read it on Twitter. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. It that does conference make you seems... wonder, perhaps, Microsoft, why don't they just pull out now as well? <laughs> I mean, um, for them, it might be good because then they get more... Uh, limelight, I suppose. What is E3, though, if both Sony and Nintendo are there? Then it just goes back to being the video games expo it once was, right? Like, a well, place a lot of other for companies. people to, you know, make business deals and all the rest of it. Like, yeah, uh, it's Nuremberg. Not the same sort of show no. as it used to be for the well, public. I mean, it go. never but was. Then again, for me, I, I've noticed that some of these other presentations have got bigger and bigger, like Ubisoft and Bethesda yeah. and even some of the Devolver. Yeah. You know, I mean, even Limited Run games. Even Limited Run had something yeah. at E3. So perhaps it's going to become a different kind of event. Maybe. Where the, where the big companies aren't necessarily going to be there but the bigger, bigger publishers sad, will be yeah but i mean i guess it's just we're in for a quiet 2019 i guess 2020 is the year where everything's gonna happen quite possibly oh well we'll see i guess i, I heard we aren't getting a n64 mini console because the timing's wrong really for nintendo i okay. heard this story actually from a friend okay uh they were telling me that uh, the timing is wrong for it, but in the other situations there was a space for something. Okay. And now I guess Nintendo are in a comfortable position where they've just released Pokemon, they've got Smash Brothers coming out this Christmas, they don't really need to launch a N64 Mini. 
I mean, they obviously don't see the PlayStation One Mini as any kind of threat compared I mean, to the other games that they're releasing around this period. From what I've heard, that PlayStation One Mini isn't very good, anyways. Well, right? we did actually talk about what was going to be on that, didn't we? We, we kind did. of uh, gave our best guesses of. Oh, what we, we guessed might. quite a lot of them, but there were some obvious ones that we went for, like Wipeout. Yeah, I think we said Wipeout. We did, and we might have mentioned Crash. I would expect we did. I think we talked about Crash and Spyro. However, we did preface it with, hey, they've just made HD remasters of those. So Yeah, and you can understand it with Spyro because that's just been released or just being released. I think it's out now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, but Crash, you know, that those remasters have been out for some time. I don't think it would have damaged them in any way to have stuck at least one Crash Bandicoot game on there because that's how they're doing it, isn't it? They were just putting one of the franchise on. Yes. And to me, that makes sense. Yes. There's a lot of games, though, on, on PS1 um, that have uh, a strong ties to Sony, and some of those games aren't on there, and, and one of them, I guess, would be Gran Turismo. Yeah. Which I mean... we don't see at all on there. Now, we're kind of late to the party with talking about this. God, but yeah, uh, we I feel it needs, it needs to be. Uh, you need to, you need to cover to it. Say your piece. Okay. Yeah. And Parappa would have been nice. Yeah, Parappa would have been nice, but Parappa was also just re-released in HD form. Not you just. You can buy for 20 quid. Not just. I mean, like, in the last year, put it that way. No, two years. I no, would, last year, because I was in Japan when all that Parappa merchandise was out. So okay. it would have just been over a year. Fair enough. Still, I think that's enough time to include it, because most people have probably forgotten. But instead, you've got some uh, odd choices on there. Like, uh, I think the oddest one is Rainbow Six. Yeah. But is that we want to get a first-person shooter on, and this is the one we can license for this? Let's, Maybe. let's get it in. But it's not a traditional first-person shooter either. We're talking about a, a strategy game in, in, in on one hand, isn't it? It's yes. A stealth game. And so is Siphon Filter, isn't it? Yeah. And so is Metal Gear Solid. So you've got definitely your stealth area quite covered. covered. Yeah. Uh, Rayman is covering your platform games. Yep. Which, you know, then then you really do feel the lack of Spyro and Crash because plat- when you think PlayStation platformers, you think Spyro and Crash, you even think Ape Escape to an extent, but because the controller doesn't have the uh, analog controllers, I can see why that's been omitted. i got to be honest with you, though. Like, the one I wanted was Rayman because mm. that was the console well, we, I we got We did actually launch, say yeah. Rayman, didn't we? That was one of the ones that we coined back before it was uh, decided. What do you feel about Battle Area Toshinden being on there? Uh, I think that's a little bit... It doesn't need to be on there. No, but to be honest with you, I do think Battle Area Toshinden, because it was on that demo disc one that you it, got it is, with the console. Yes, if you're going right back to the beginning. And it looks like Sony have really thought about that. But why they've put Ridge Race Type 4 on as opposed to on the other Ridge Racers, I'm not sure. Yeah. Because that is a later <laughs> PS1 game. Uh but yes, they seem to be focused mainly on the beginning, don't they, of the uh, PlayStation's they, they, life. They do in some respects. In some like, respect, now they've got Tekken 3. I thought, so again, that's a later game. Yeah, they got Tekken 3 on there. they got Cool Border... No, this isn't this list. What's going cool on here? Borders they got Cool there, Borders 2 Cool Borders 2. Which is not a standout game, really. No, but it's better than the but first one. But it's another one you guess you associate with early uh, yeah. PlayStation, another franchise. I mean, I've heard it said a million times, Twisted Metal 2 is much better than the first Twisted yes, Metal game. Yes, it is totally right. That first Twisted Metal game isn't all it's cracked up to be, really. No. Uh, which is a shame that that's the one you're going to get. You're going to get kind of some of the 
lesser versions of games here. Yes. But you have got the big heavy hitters like Grand Theft Auto, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Final Fantasy VII. Ridge yeah. Race Type 4 is a very good game, one of my favourites anyway. Wild Arms, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil 2 is better than Resident Evil 1, uh, I think, still. No, it's I the regular version of Resident Evil 1, so it's not even it's the director's cut. It is the director's cut. Oh, no, then no. that's fine. They've confirmed it's the director's cut. Then that's fine. That's a good game. I don't like it. Personally, it's fair. There you go. I but think two's fair. But um, I do think Resident Evil though is the console that, that is a game that sold that console for a lot of people. Yeah, Resident Evil was on Saturn as well. I honestly, I was being a child in the schoolyard at that time. Okay. Everyone See, I, I know bought. You're probably better to judge this because I wasn't PlayStation at this point. No, I was I, purely N64. I, I kind of looked down on the Sony PlayStation. <laughs> Low times. Ugh. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I was I was there. I mean, I had both consoles. Um, I knew people who had both as well. To be honest, we were there was a more of a PlayStation area than N64. Like me and my mate Andrew got an N64. Uh, all we really played was Bomberman, Diddy Kong Racing, and Banjo for a long, long time. And then Smash Brothers came out, and then it was suddenly cool to own N64. And then uh, I stopped well, playing. That was Smash. much later. That was on that was like one of the last titles that came out for it. Yeah. Um, Oddworld's on there. Oddworld's on I there. I think that's the. Uh, Something we discussed as well. It makes sense. Yeah, that Oddworld's on there. It's almost as if there was, you know, the people at um, Oddworld uh, inhabitants. inhabitants were uh, like, "Yeah, cool. This game should be on there, even though we've released new and tasty. It's for a different audience." Instead of going, "No, we want their money. Give us some money." Um, it so- is very classic PlayStation. I, I, it I is- th- and I think people are missing that point a little when they're criticising what's on this collection. Yeah, you know, it's a PlayStation classic. Yeah. The games that have selected are those that you associate with PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than, obviously, we've talked about the ones that are strangely absent, like Crash. I mean, Destruction Derby 2 is a lot better than Destruction Derby also. But yeah. I, I, again, all of the... But I mean, Grand Theft Auto was on there. Mm, I associated with the PlayStation, but like Intelligent Cube, right? Yeah, well, well we and know Destruction what this is. Derby. We don't know it as Intelligent Cube, though. No, we don't. In, on PAL regions, it's no. Kurushin, or whatever it's called, the Japanese name of the game. Which is, yeah. it's an okay game. I've, I like I it. I own it. You it's, do? It's a good game. I remember finding it here in Denmark. Yeah, you actually. bought it in um, one of the shops in Aarhus. I no, remember I was with you. Mr. Drill isn't one I necessarily associate as a PlayStation classic. No, I mean, it's like it though they I've... stuck a puzzle one yeah people have been really giving mr driller a lot of hate really i've heard things like, mr driller oh crap game you i know, fucking or... love mr driller what's well, wrong with bother... people well maybe it is like a couple of people online who have mr driller and... is a solid game mr everyone Dr... should have a copy of mr driller on some format i i have the hell it's beyond everything i genuinely <laughs> think i probably own other than the maybe the dreamcast version every version of mr driller because i fucking love mr driller it's a good game I think strange that I have got the the only one I've got is a Dreamcast. <laughs> oh, that's odd. A Game Boy Color one, Game Boy Advance ones. I might ones. have a Game DS one. Drill yeah. Spirits. Drill Spirits. Yeah. Is that DS? I think that's DS. Right. Yeah. One there's Dr- Mr. Driller one and two, and then there's a Japanese only third yeah. title that yeah. I can't remember the name of. Uh, Super Puzzle Fighter. Yeah. Sony love like flogging that one. Yeah, they there. do. Um, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you? It's a good game. Also, also, Capcom stick it on collections every now and again. Yeah, they do. It's a good puzzle game. You know, you've got three puzzle games there. Puzzle games are easy to pick up and play yeah. things, aren't they? You yeah. Know, anyone, all the family can play that. Christmas time, you know, if yeah. you get one of these, stick on a puzzle game. Down to please some people. The biggest, most obvious, like, hmm, 
you're trying to cash in on the fame of this franchise now is uh, Revelations Persona. Oh, yes. Okay. It's not uh, something in, in the UK we it, associate with. Well, it's definitely not something we associate with the PlayStation in the UK. No. Having... Right, I w- as listeners of this podcast know, I am super into JRPGs. You got three on this, is that correct? Um, yeah, yeah you got Arms, three on this. Wild Final Arms, Final Fantasy VII, and Persona. Yeah. I was importing PlayStation 1 JRPGs, having to go around friends' houses when I needed to change discs because mm. of I had the spring mechanism. I didn't have the the chipped PlayStation like a lot of people I knew, so I had to go over their houses and use their chipped PlayStations to get onto the second disc of stuff. I imported um, Final Fantasy Chrono- uh, Anthology and the other one, the one with Chrono Trigger on it, and Final Fantasy IV. Anthology and Chronicles, I want to say. I'd say Anthology is, isn't that 4 and 5? No, for, Anthology is 4 and 5 yes. in Europe. Oh, sorry. In America, Anthology is 5 and 6. And then six I was think. separate in Europe. Yes, and then I think Chronicles yeah. is Chrono Trigger and 4, which is interesting because we never got Chrono Trigger on the PlayStation 1. Chrono Cross. No, Chrono Trigger. They released Chrono oh, Trigger again. Oh, PlayStation, on the one, PlayStation version. 1. Sorry, my mistake. Um. And then, yeah, Chrono Cross obviously came out a separate I've, thing. I've heard some people arguing that Legend of Dragoon would have been a good choice for this collection. People love Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> Legend of Dragoon is fine. It is not a standout game. However, though, it is one that doesn't really get any love from Sony, it seems. No. Is um, it available as a PlayStation Classic for download, I, is, a, is a question. I cannot answer Something that. I don't like think so. Vagrant Hearts is... Yes, Vagrant... But you've got three bloody RPGs on there already. Yes. You only stuff this thing with RPGs. No, but I mean, like... The, uh, what I'm just trying to get at is there's much better choices than Persona. Like, as yeah. a JRPG fan at the time, as someone who's gone back and played the yeah. first two Persona games yeah. since then, even in the remake PSP form... Maybe they couldn't have two Squaresoft RPGs on there. Maybe there was some sort of... <sighs> I mean... Reason. Yeah, but I mean... I don't know, Tom. Like, honestly, I understand that they would maybe want an Atlas game on there. Mm. But I'm trying to even think. I'm trying to. They must... I've never played it, that particular Persona game. Can you explain a little bit which one it is in the series? Uh, it, fits in? it is the first game. Okay. You are a broody bunch of teenagers in school. It is very, very much closer to a Shimagami Tensai game. Yes, and it's it all concerning the occult, isn't brutally it? Brutally fucking hard, and... and it's demons in high school, Yeah, and you're trying to figure out like what's going on with this stuff. You go into a basement, and apparent... it's, it's like every weird occult Japanese anime that's ever been yeah. made. You go into the basement of your school, it turns out that some of your fellow students way back when had been part of like a devil's society Cult. and they'd killed a student and then there was the school was haunted pretty dark. And... this whole thing looks like it's going to get an 18 certificate for grand theft auto alone yeah probably but some of those things in persona seem pretty heavy as well i mean yeah but uh, it was like a 15 plus i mean final fantasy 7 is pretty heavy man like story wise um <laughs> Final Fantasy VII is you start the game by well, playing as a, a you're a terrorist yeah, I know that who <laughs> wants to I've blow up the, the Marco reactors, uh, and then it turns out the planet's dying because uh, they've been sucking the Marco energy, mm. the oil, out of the planet, and then it was up to Cloud yeah. and all the rest of them to stop that happening. Yeah. And to stop but then the PlayStation was a bit more edgy and a bit more adult than the N64 anyway, so the games represent that more adult uh, audience. Yeah, I mean, I think they do. We've talked about this for way longer than anyone yeah, else there we go. wants to listen we to this. We don't really need to say anything more. 
Well, I heard some recent news about the Final Fantasy VII remake is still in production, going well, apparently. <sighs> well, yeah, uh, they had to get out there and say that because uh, they cancelled all of the downloadable content for Final Fantasy yeah. XV. Who... But they're focusing on Kingdom Hearts 3 at present. Yes. And when that's out, then they'll uh, start pushing Seven. It's, it's really weird, right, that uh, Square have come out there and gone, oh, no, our, our business is doing really bad. Uh, we've been developing these three games for the last 15 years, and uh, we were investing loads in mobile, hoping that would be a hit. And it turns out that JRPGs that we only release that are massively multiplayer online only oh, in they've Japan. they've got that going, a new expansion, I think, uh, yeah. for Final Fantasy which was it? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, There's cause... a Final Fantasy fourteen expansion, but that's like that's their main areas of business. Is like, oh yeah, um, Final Fantasy fifteen didn't do it. Final Fantasy fourteen didn't do as well as we thought it would. Fifteen did very well. Fifteen did very well. Yeah. Um, uh, Dragon Quest ten. Oh, the numbers are dropping on that, and I'm like, well, it's because you didn't fucking release it outside of Japan. What? Dragon Quest isn't. Dragon is Quest out, is Ten is not. No, Dragon oh, Quest Ten is the online one. Ten is the online one oh, that they've been confusing. pumping money into for the last couple of years. Mate, Eleven came out, didn't it? Yeah, I hear and, it's all right. I hear it's it's a good game. Yeah, but I, maybe it hasn't been pushed as much as. I have not really seen any plugs for it. I mm. want to get it. It's on my my list of stuff to buy in the new year because I'm still under my. My house arrest of I'm not buying new games, even though that's technically well, not know. true. You're at a certain stage in your life where uh, maybe that's not the most important thing to be. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, I haven't got time to play on. anything. No, so no. That's you haven't even got a console plugged in right now. I don't know. So. I, I, I haven't for the last three weeks, yeah. really. So that, that's how life goes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Like I'm glad to hear they're still making 7. I'm annoyed that it'll probably be a PlayStation 5 game. You think that's going to happen? I think that's going to happen. Because, yes, yeah, only on E3 to kind of hoot and holler about well, it, Well, I mean, they? let's so. be honest, Tom. Kingdom Hearts was supposed to be a PlayStation 3 game, so that's what I'm saying. So was 15. 15 was supposed to be 13 that's why versus. they don't want to say much about it right now, because it's going to come out as a launch title for the PlayStation 5. That would be great. That would be such a console seller. That would... Because then they could focus on the visuals and they could say this is going to be really impressive. Right. If they do that, if Final Fantasy 7... It looks like Advent Children. Imagine that. <sighs> like that. Final Fantasy 7 is a... Re- Final Fantasy 7 the remake is a launch title for the PlayStation 5. Packaged I... in. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was going to say I would do something outlandish, but I, I don't know. That would be the smart thing to do. That would be the thing I think Sony should maybe focus on and go, hey, if we want to make this thing really kick open the doors, a Final Fantasy VII remake as a launch title would do that. Because I remember when the PS3 was shown and they showed that demo of like the opening of Final Fantasy VII, everyone lost their mind. They did. I'm saying, oh my God, there's going to be a Final Fantasy VII remake on the PlayStation 3. Look how amazing that looks. On the 3? They talked about it for three. Yeah, they made a tech demo where they oh. showed Cloud um, jumping off the train mm. and he looked photorealistic. It was even it was around the time of Advent Children and people were like, oh my fucking God. It was The graphics are way too good for a PlayStation 3. It was yeah. like a kid's own thing. But... Although saying that, you know, Advent Children looks great, but I don't know, stylistically, those characters, the design doesn't appeal to me so much. No, me neither. But I mean, that's... But, uh, no denying that it looks good. Yeah. You know, it, it's impressive visually, but... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's see. If they do that, I think that's a really that's smart That's kind of move. exciting idea for Final Fantasy fans. F- for it to be a launch title of the PS5? Yeah, yeah, I think so. However, I 
I don't trust Square enough to actually get it done in time. Maybe Konami going to come out of the woodwork with another Metal Gear no, for PlayStation 5. Do you think? It's not going to happen. Death Stranding will be one of the last games on this console generation, I think. Perhaps it'll even do a Metal Gear 5 and be one of those bridge games where it's available on the PS4 and the PS5. Mm. But there's no... I don't think a Metal Gear game is going to come out, honestly. No. You think Konami aren't going to go for that? I don't think so. I think they make another Bomberman. I think they'll yeah. maybe make another Silent Hill. Castlevania's pretty big. Castlevania is huge at the moment. That Netflix series seems yeah. to be doing well. They might try and push Castlevania series again. <sighs> Maybe. I think they'll try. But I don't know if there's anyone with the care and like love of that series there that will do that job properly. Mm. Let's see. Hey, you want to talk a bit about Pokemon? Yes, I do. I bought it. I haven't played it because I'm living in boxes. I'll tell you about it. How is it, Tom? Matthew. So I made a special trip after work yesterday. Uh, finished work at four, jumped on a bus just after four, got into uh, town just before five, had 10 minutes to get the game and get the bus back cool. to, to, to Billund, where I'm living at the moment. And <laughs> I did it. And I all to play this game. And I tell you what, I wasn't disappointed when I got it no. uh, back and started playing it. So uh, I think the biggest thing about it is the world. is It's so exciting to be within that world as realized as it is in 3D. Yes. Uh it's it's the right time for this. Yeah, I think it's the right thing to do to get a world which we're so familiar with. Yeah, but to see it in, to the in the next level. You yes, know, sort of go up uh, so many graphical notches to the, the point where uh, it's got a lovely, very clean style. I I did think to myself as I was playing it today, this game looks quite beautiful in its simplicity as well. Yes. It's not overly detailed or anything. It, it is a perfect transition. Stylistically, it looks great. To me, actually, I started to think a little bit about your remake of... Uh, what's it called? The one that... Secret of Mana. Yeah. Okay. It's sort of like that right. to me. It feels like it's the equivalent Pokemon game to what Secret of Mana is remake on. Okay. The, uh, the, a lot of it's very similar. But of course, they, it's just in the back of the case. This is Pokemon for beginners. Okay. But, you know, it's not so bad in that I don't think it's going to turn away long-time Pokemon fans either. No, I mean, you bought it. I bought it. Yeah. Uh, I was having a conversation with There are a few people we know who aren't interested in it yeah. because of this. At least two people I know. Yeah. Think, oh, it's Pokemon for noobs, you know. Oh, yeah, but, but I, uh, again... If you like Pokemon, you will like this game because it's Pokemon. How was, about that? <laughs> Tom, I was in the car for 20 minutes yesterday where me and a, a friend of ours were both saying, I'm not going to buy it. Look at it. It it looks nice. It looks really charming. But oh, do I need to play that again? Should I just like play Pokemon Red or Blue? Should I no. just play Fire Red and Leaf Green? No. It'll be fine. And then both of us have bought it. So there we go. Yeah, like, because it does honestly look really nice. And yeah. the fact that the Pokemon are actually on screen, you know, you don't just go into the bushes and randomly get attacked. You can see where the Pokemon are. Mm -hmm. That's something I've been wanting in a Pokemon game for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, I actually like the catching mechanic now. At first, I was a little bit, mm, do I like this or not? Because it's very easy to catch Pokemon yes, at the is. start of the game. I have a lot of experience catching Pokemon this way now. Even though I haven't really played Pokemon Go myself. I so play I Pokemon Go I, every day. Sorry, that's a Russian kid singing. I'll play it for you later. Thank you. I didn't know about this sort of uh, ring that you have to throw the ball through. 
You know, so there's yes. a target, and then yes. there's a ring that kind of gets bigger and smaller. Yes. And as long as you time it correctly, it's very easy on some Pokemon to do that with the, with the green rings. Yes. And then, of course, you get yellow ones and then red do they, ones. Do later. they do the thing that they, they do move. in Pokemon Go when they move and go up and down? And they move. And uh, when playing it in handheld mode, you then move the uh, whole console yeah. to kind of adjust your view. Yeah. Um, and I actually quite like it. There, there is, as you get into the harder Pokemon to catch, a bit of strategy to it. And yeah. it's a fun uh, twist for me. And it f- makes the game feel a bit fresher, to be honest. Okay. So I don't think it's like a step backward like a few people I've talked to think. Well, I, to be honest with you, like, the thing that confused me as someone watching this from the sidelines, so I wasn't sure if I was going to get it or not, was, hey, how the hell do I level my Pokemon? Do I just need to catch stronger versions of the same Pokemon? Is that not Pokemon have gone? CP points like in uh, Go. Yes. So you can find out which ones are better to be training up than other ones. Yeah. And that's also a new thing to think about when you're playing the game. I actually you. really don't like that aspect of Pokemon Go. Mm. Uh, because that's there. And it's like, oh, you've got all of this CP things. Mm. But the CP doesn't actually tell you like if the Pokemon has a good IV. Oh, well, this one, you can kind of see a little map where it shows you what things your Pokemon's going to be good at. Oh, okay, that's good. It does IVs. Is it, is it, I'm not sure what that was. What's that mean again? Oh, Christ. I can't remember. It, but that is part of this game. Yeah, it and is. And you can see uh, on a little uh, diagram yeah. what your Pokemon's going to be. And that's the thing. It's at. like I, I know a lot of people who play Pokemon Go a lot. But don't you? Yeah, you don't have to pay attention oh, to you, that so much. But, like, you kind of do... I don't feel like playing the game so far that maybe I've caught another Sandshrew. I don't want to replace it with my Sandshrew because it still says that even Pokemon who are deemed weaker, if you catch them low enough, they can eventually become stronger. Okay. Anyway, so that was always a factor of Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Those ones you find in the wild at a high level aren't necessarily better than the ones you caught earlier on, even... If the stats aren't as high. Yeah, but I, I say this in the nicest possible way as someone who's wasted a lot of time playing Pokemon Go mm. is that the the game is, at least Pokemon Go, is based a lot around IVs. Mm. And essentially what the game wants you to do is essentially like <laughs> IV training is something you could do in previous Pokemon games. If you were, if you were to want to play competitive Pokemon... Mm. Essentially, what you need to do is get Pokemon with like the best IV stats possible because that is, it's essentially like that is their core yeah. stats. It's their attack, it's their defense, and yeah. all the rest yeah. of it. Pokemon Go, when you're playing it, it's like, oh, this Pokemon needs more training. There never used to be a way to do this other than getting their CP, and there used to be calculators. Like okay. when I first started playing Pokemon Go, people realized, hey, the stronger Pokemons, the IV things are here, they're still in the background of this game. You had to go on the internet, mm-hmm. type into a fucking like an Excel form. These are the two moves my Pokemon has. This is my Pokemon's base CP, and then you will calculate your IVs for you. But that's if you're getting really hardcore into it. Isn't that it? was when no, but that, that's how people play. But the people who are out there yeah. still raiding Pokemon Go yeah. are doing this. I don't think you have to pay that sort of attention to it to enjoy and play. But Tom, through, let's the, go, Pikachu or Eevee. I mean, as a casual player, no, but as someone who would want to actually go out and play this against people we know, Mm. a lot of who are still playing Pokemon Go, and I think that's a lot of the attraction for people who are buying this game. Mm. Um, 
they have I... perfect IV Pokemon, which means I'm never going to be able to have that casual or like. Depends who you're playing with. If you're playing with a more casual player like me, Matthew, you won't worry about that. I won't, Tom, but like uh, most of the people we work with have been very into Pokemon. As with anything, it's how much you get into it. And you could do that with the original Pokemon games, as you were saying <sighs> as well. So I, I don't, don't think it's a major concern honestly like looking at pokemon go and seeing how many people i know who play that it's like i don't even know if i want to play online with it do you know much about bigger pokemon and smaller pokemon because it's also a factor that they've introduced into uh, this game that's a pokemon go thing yeah. yes i do uh essentially bigger pokemon and smaller pokemon is something also to do with the defense levels of the pokemon from what i remember okay if, if it's a small Pokemon, I believe it's faster, but if it's a bigger Pokemon, it's got more potential stats growth for its defense. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And it gives another level again for the gameplay that wasn't there when you first played yeah, the Pokemon Yellow. But as someone who caught something like 70 or 80 fucking Pidgeys at one point trying to get perfect IVs, it gets really annoying. <laughs> well, you know, that's how the game sort of starts you off with this uh, multiplier idea. Yes. Uh, catch as many as you can in yes. a row. It encourages this type of gameplay. And yes. Pokemon are plentiful, really. Yes. You, don't, you won't have to spend long to find any in the wild. No. Uh, and you, again, you can choose which ones you want to go for, yeah. unless you randomly bump into one yeah. that you didn't want to. And then the idea is if you catch so many of that Pokemon, you get bonus multipliers and such, yeah. and the ability to maybe catch a stronger version of that Pokemon, or um, also to get a shiny version of that Pokemon yeah. increases the chances of that happening That's too. also a huge thing in Pokemon Go. Yeah. I did this at the beginning with Pidgey and just caught, caught, caught loads of Pidgeys and I thought to myself, all I'm doing here is going around catching Pidgeys. I want to get on with this. Yeah. And so I quickly forgot about that aspect and just decided, occasionally I will, if I bump into Pokemon a few times, catch a few of them. Yeah. Uh, I know that the more you catch, the more ex your experience goes up. Yeah. Because in this game, you get experience from battling, of course, which yeah. is still a big part of the game. But you also get experience from catching. Mm -hmm. So it does pay to catch Pokemon. But you find yourself, maybe at the beginning, you'll get so carried away with that, you'll run out of Pokeballs. Yes. So you have to make sure you purchase Pokeballs. Or you can win them. Uh, if you win trainer battles, you'll get like three Pokeballs. Okay. You can find Pokeballs uh, as items lying around. Yeah. There's always loads of opportunities to get them. Yeah. So uh, that's also... Can you uh, buy them for real-world currency? No. Then no, it's not no. like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Uh, there's also uh, laws as well. I've let, let I've as yet to use any. Yeah. Um, but that's also in the game. The berries are in the game too. Uh, berries yes. that make the Pokemon happy, slow the Pokemon down, yeah, keep them calm, and make them easier, easier to catch. And that's a mechanic that I've also been enjoying when playing the game. Yeah. It's very user-friendly. Um, very simple to get into, but uh, after you get after you beat Brock, I've only got as far as beating Misty. Right. But I did feel after I beat Brock that the trainers were getting harder. Okay. And fighting Misty was a reasonable challenge, even with me having a Bulbasaur. Yeah. And a Pikachu. Okay. In my team, by the way, I love the Pikachu. Yeah. I'm very happy I picked the Pikachu one. I dressed him up in his little tracksuit. Okay. I've, I've got, he's got a little tuft of hair that yeah. I've, I've combed. He seems to only have two hairdos. I'll give you a little tip here. One finger uh, stroking his head. Yeah. You can get one. If you use two fingers, you get a different oh, okay. hairdo. I think that's how it, how it works. I think you might have to use two to actually change to the hairdo rather than just stroking him. Okay. Something like that anyway. And get costumes. I love the costumes. 
the personality in this game is huge because the screen's so much bigger. Yeah. Because it's like playing Pokemon Stadium when you get into Pokemon battles as yeah. well. That's cool. Absolutely fantastic. It's like the as you were, if you're a kid and you could dream, you know, of Pokemon looking as good as that. Yeah. It's really is quite special feeling playing the game, and, cool. and it captures the magic of Pokemon. That's good. Uh, but while still being nostalgic and feeling like that older game. Yeah. It's a quite clever little thing they've done. And they've kept those similar aspects from Pokemon Go, haven't they? Because Pokemon Go has introduced a whole load of new people to Pokemon. Yes. They'll go into this game knowing that. All of these things, And they'll yeah. feel comfortable, I think. Mm-hmm. And even someone who's not played Go, I've actually embracing these new mechanics yeah. myself and finding them interesting and giving me... Uh, slightly new experience. I think if this was exactly the same, I wouldn't be as impressed with it. Yeah, I'd be impressed with the visuals and such. But the fact it's got something new for me as well definitely scores it some extra points. Okay. Interesting. I'm just looking at my Pokemon Go now because there's loads of stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to, and I've not tried it, to, to bring Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. And apparently you can't do that too much later in the game. No. I'm actually wondering if you can do the other way around, actually, and send Pokemon from Pokemon Go to... Pokemon Let's Go to Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Because I, I haven't that. got a Chansey, and I would fucking love a Chansey because it's the only one of the original 150 Pokemon I haven't got in Pokemon Go. And I assume they'll be easier to catch in there. Mm. It's catching an Abra live on the thing because apparently the hundred, the first hundred and fifty <coughs> Pokemon are everywhere at the moment. I guess yeah. to support the launch of the game, you can get Alolan versions of those Pokemon as well. Oh really? So oh they did. Oh somewhere. okay, that's clever. They did that in Pokemon Go too, yeah. so that makes sense. Uh, have we covered the game now? I, I think I've I, talked I, about most of the things I was going to mention about it. Okay. Uh, played three hours, just beat Misty. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give it a go later, I think. I'm going to See what out. you think of it. Th- it's a great game that doesn't stress me out. It's a nice slow slow-paced game. It's a game I'm familiar and comfortable with for the most part. Uh, yeah, it, it's a joy to play and it's yeah. very easy to play. Okay. I look forward to playing more mm. of it. I I do like the Pokémon Go and mm. I'm, I'm wondering if this Having this game will get me back into playing Pokemon Go a little bit as well. I think it's doing what it needs to do right at this very moment and keep people interested yeah. in Pokemon while they're making a new Pokemon game. I think it's also like a very smart thing because they're already in the fourth generation of Pokemon in Pokemon Go now. Mm. So you're already on... Is that... With the fourth one, yeah, that would be the DS already, right? Black and white? Yeah, that would be black and white. Because yes, it was that's yeah. right, yeah. So if they're in the fourth generation, there's only one more generation of Pokemon to go then, and then they're up to date anyway. Black and white, and X and Y, and Sun and Moon. Yeah. Oh yeah, X and Y came out, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. But there aren't that many new Pokemon yes, in. There's one of the games there isn't. I think it's X and Y. X and Y, yeah. Yeah, and even Sun and Moon hasn't got as many. Yeah. As some as black and white, I think was 150 brand new yes, Pokemon. So that was and some of them are a bit dubious. Yeah. I like the ones in black and white though. When I got X and Y, some of them are like pretty that. cool in black and white. I think there's some cool looking ones. I think black and white's the last time they really struck that balance for me. A lot of the Pokemon they introduced, especially in Sun and Moon, I'm not really that into. Really? Okay. They 
I like that they were a bit different. They were a bit more exotic, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, to I suit the game. I just don't like the that a lot of the new Pokemon were just reskins of the old Pokemon. I like, I like that. I I think I like a lot of the Alohan versions of the Pokemon because it's like, oh, it's the Vulpix. Look, oh, it's a it's a nice Vulpix <coughs> now. And the, and the Sandshrew one. And the Sandshrew is really cool too. But yeah. at the same time. I fucking hate what they've done to legendaries. Like, the fact that a legendary Pokemon always needs to be this geometric mess of shapes that doesn't really look oh, like anything. Oh, the Ultra Beasts. Yeah. you talking about here. No, I was just talking about the bat and the buddy... What you call oh, it? The sun and the moon two. one. Because they look like the X and Y legendaries, and they're all just... Well, I think they're not that bad. I don't know. There's a weird I style think the weird, to legendary. I think the weird thing is the Ultra Beasts. Oh, they, they look weird. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't I'm into it. I just don't. I just don't think the character design is refined as much as it was. I think Sun and Moon for me was a really good experience, and Pokemon felt more cinematic, and I felt more engrossed in the story than I ever have. Been I did like the a, story of Sun Pokemon and Moon. Game. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like I did like the story. I was really that off put by the cutscenes to begin with. Yeah, I know you were. they have no place in a Pokemon yeah, game. I know. I That's remember. why I like Pokemon. No cutscenes, but as I warmed to the characters, I was quite happy to watch a short cutscene. Yeah. Um, but it did feel a bit weird. They're probably the only JRPGs you've ever beaten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but ever beaten? Yeah. Yes, but I've played a lot. I know of you've played particular a lot. RP- RPGs like you Final Fantasy V. Could have played a lot Chrono more. Trigger. Great ones on the PlayStation Classic, like Xenogears and. PlayStation Classic. Do you think Xenogears should be on the PlayStation I think Classic? I fucking Xenogears should have definitely be on the PlayStation Planet. Planet. Classic. <laughs> Why did they put fucking Chrono Cross on there? Like a lot of people like Chrono Cross. It's square. Ah! Got one square one. They weren't going to put any more on. Brave Fence are fucking mushy. Wait till they release the PlayStation Classic Mini Mini, which will be based on the PlayStation One version of oh, the PlayStation One shit, with an analog controller. Oh, and all JRPGs, they, all of them. They'll wish they put Ridge Race Type Four on that one. Yeah. Put maybe on the other Ridge Races on. Oh other. man, I want to fucking just a place. I'm going to buy that PlayStation and put ROMs on it and play all the RPGs I want. Fuck it. There we go. Sony. Do, do what you want. If, if you can. I have a feeling Sony might do something where they allow you to add more to it. I mean, it would be smart of them to. Yeah, right? and it, it would differentiate it from what Nintendo have done. Yeah, so especially far. if they start going like, hey, cool, you can buy all these things. Also, we are putting these out on the PS4 and they cross by. That would be nice. Cross by. Wow. Cross by. Very exciting stuff we're talking about in this is. episode of Tom Matt Attack. Yes. Important played anything else, Tom? I have. Do you want to talk about Zelda for a little bit? Breath of the Wild? No, not Breath of the Wild. Wind Waker, oh, my friend. Wind Waker. Hello. Yes, so, now we're talking. <laughs> I hadn't played Wind Waker for about four years. Yeah. And this was when I got my Wii U, which had Wind Waker built into yes. it. And so I played through the first temple, which I think is a fire temple. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason... I didn't play it. And only the other day, I picked it back up again. This is because the the games I have access to at the minute are limited. Yes. So I've been playing my Wii U quite a bit. Yeah. Um, until Pokemon came out. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> Zelda what? Uh, yeah, but uh, I had a great weekend last weekend playing through the next temple, which was the Forest Temple. Yeah. And in four years' time, you'll do the next one. Yes, um, maybe. But I fell in love with Wind Waker a little bit again. It's a fucking great game. I love Wind Waker. And Zelda just has something doesn't it, it there's does. something very unique like mario i suppose yeah. but 
it has a special something. And I really like the link design in Wind Waker, yep. I have to say. Oh, I like the shield. I love the shape of the shield yeah. and the minimalist design of the shield as well. Um, the game is just glorious. And because it, it's got the similar thing to Pokemon Let's Go, actually, where the visuals aren't too overly detailed. Yeah, uh, It's just bold. And maybe this is because... Uh, of some of the graphic work I've been working on recently has yeah. been more bolder and colourful yeah. that I've been embracing this kind of simplistic, yeah. uh, brightly coloured design. I wish I could go back in time, right? Go to that Space World thing where they showed off the dolphin. Mm. Stop them showing that cutscene of like Link and Ganondorf. Yeah. Because like that's what caused the backlash about Wind Waker. Yeah, people were expecting a game. People were that expecting that. Like that, and then they got Wind Waker, and then they're like, "Oh well." And shit. this was for those who didn't know something that looked more like Ocarina of Time, but with smoother edges. Yeah, and, and then more they, detail. They tried to yeah. make that, and it was called Twilight Princess. And I'd argue it's not a good game. It's not as, as Wind charming. Waker. Wind Waker is an, an immensely charming game yeah. that sort of feels Nintendo through yeah, and through. For sure. Ah, oh, yes, to think it now gives me a pleasant feeling inside. And, uh, of course, in this version, things can be sped up a little bit. You can get through the game a lot quicker yes. uh, due to things like the, the quick sail, I mm -hmm. think, is what it is. And also, I think the map is easier to navigate. I heard this, but I never had an issue well, with I, the map. Yeah, some people said to me that they spent a lot of time just trying to work out where to go really in Wind Waker when they're on the water. That. But when you're sailing, there's... A, in this version, at least, there's always a, an arrow pointing you where you have to go. Yeah. At least in my experience of playing it after finishing the Forest Temple and then thinking, where have we got to go next? Well, dumped in my boat and I, I kind of had a course already that I needed to go. I just always remember being able to ask the King of Lions the boat. Like, yeah. and you'd go, oh, we go you. Yes, and I, go, okay, I always cool. ask the boat. Yeah. And then, of course, there's fish as well, which help you with your map. How you yes. find things on your map. Mm -hmm. I haven't got my head around that yet. You need to do something with those fish. Yeah, I think you interact with them. Yeah, somehow. And then, I think it's the ocarina. And mm. then... They... It did, uh, there was a kind of a learning experience of learning the game again. Yeah. Knowing I needed to put my sword away in order to crouch and things like that. Yeah. And uh, using things like the grappling hook and the, the boomerang, which I found much easier once I had realised I had motion control, yeah. gyro sensor, to yeah. aim my boomerang. Um, I did struggle with that in the boss because I did feel like I was flaying it around my head quite a lot. The boss at the end of the forest temple. Yeah. Another moment I felt incredibly happy with was um, there was a little puzzle where there was you cut down a flower and it lands on some water. And I was thinking, how am I going to get to the next area? Because I can't swim and then climb up the embankment. Yeah. I realized if I use my leaf, which I'd worked out, yeah. you know, you can use to propel you forward yeah. with, with the wind. I could sail on, on the yeah. flower and get round. And that that one moment made me think, made me feel clever. And Zelda has these great moments where you feel clever. Yeah. Because uh, it doesn't spell out to you what you need to do. No. It's it's a great game like that. It actually makes you feel like you've worked it out for yourself. That's why I like Breath of the Wild so much. And actually, Breath of the Wild. So many shrines where you feel like a fucking genius. Gave me that exact feeling. Yeah. And the fact that you don't have to do them in one way no you can tackle these puzzles in breath of the wild we're talking about now in in, in different manners yeah like uh talking to our good friend austin and yep. he did one of those early shrines in a totally different way as i did and as we were talking through it yeah. it was a great little conversation oh you did that after oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. it shows some amazing game design oh, really so well made i um, i love those games both of them are incredible yeah. 
Speaking about good friend Austin, he's recently purchased a Switch. He has one now. He has, and he's adamant that he just wants Smash for it, and he isn't interested in anything else yeah. until the new Zelda, which is which is very Austin. Yeah, uh, it is. However, like I was very surprised that you can buy the Smash Brothers console already when the game's not out yet. No, it's, it's interesting like, how they've done that. Yeah, you can buy the console, so it's got the like the Smash well, Brothers stuff on it. They were trying to people who are interested in Pokemon and Smash Brothers, and were thinking they might buy a Switch for Pokemon, then they've got this option yeah. to buy the Smash Brothers one. So they're selling you two games, basically. Maybe maybe that, maybe that's the long con, right? It's because they sell you the console with the, like, the knowledge of, hey, when Smash comes out, you'll be able to buy Smash. But then you'll have a console in your house and you're like, you I can't play anything. So you've got to buy another game. Yes, yeah, so you buy another time, game. Which apparently Austin, as far as I know, hasn't bought another game. Yeah. But I might think he'd be on that eShop just looking for something to yeah. download to play on it. To tide him over. And there's some there's some decent titles for yeah, quite cheap good on there. Stuff on eShop, so and a lot of crap. You oh, really yeah, still definitely. have to sift through it. Actually, Wii U has a game on it at the moment. Yeah. Nine nineteen pence. Yeah. And it's some sort of escape from a forest. It's a chasing simulator, and the screenshots just look like a field with some trees in. And the idea is you just got to run. And I'm really interested just to buy this for nineteen pence because it's practically free. Please do. Please let me know. And what try that game it. Like. I forget what the game's called, but if you go onto the Wii U uh, eShop right now, you'll see yeah. it's top of the sales list. Because uh, it's 19 pence, yeah. Well, top of the in the sales section. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the number one seller, but yeah. Okay. Uh, but that's an example of those kind of like lower tier games, which yes. the Switch eShop is steadily filling up with. Yes, it's ripe with them. And unfortunately, you. You can't filter it. That shop's not really built the for the number of really games. It's not very no. well organised, no. unfortunately. In fact, the Wii U shop's a lot better, so it yeah. does confuse me why they didn't just carry over a similar formula Maybe the they Switch. thought they wasn't going to be as big as it was, and they were just like, oh, well, we can, just we throw can them nicely on there. curate our games on here. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well. I don't know. Uh Yes, so uh, Wind Waker, great game. I would like. There's too many games, and that's my my major problem. I've I've bought too many games over the years. Hey man, and I get w- tempted by the other ones. Oh, come play me now. And yeah, then I, I put Wind Waker aside and go and play Pokemon Yellow again. <laughs> Welcome to my my life of not playing new video games and yeah. going cool, and then getting really tempted by something. I'm like, you know, I I got like seven games out of the library or whatever it was yeah. on the last podcast. I haven't played any. Do of you know the reason I also played Wind Waker? Because I didn't have to put a disc in. Yeah, I fair. had it on the system, <laughs> and the same reason I started playing New Super Mario Brothers U yeah. again, uh, which I got to the boss on. I've also been loving Mario Brothers Three, yep. which I downloaded. I told you about this yeah, on the last GBA podcast, one, yeah. GBA version. Uh, and I've just done World Four, or on the boss of World yeah. Four, which is the tiny, small, tiny, big. Well, you know the big, small yeah, 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 world. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, what a game! What a game! What a game! What I've a played game. definitely more of this All Stars version than I have of the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could be my favourite 2D Mario. It's got some very clever little levels which uh, have very different themes to them. The variety is uh, really huge compared to, say, the original Mario Brothers. Yeah. I know people know this because they've probably played it. You don't need me to explain Mario 3. I, but I love how you've not, though. And you're like, oh my god, this is a really good game. Who found Mario 3 really difficult because when I was trying to play Mario 3 before, I yeah. couldn't save. Yeah. If I died, I was back to start, meaning I didn't get to see all the game. Yeah. Now, through this uh, playing it on the Wii U and being able to just restore where I was up to when I turned yeah. it off, 
and also the game's also really friendly with save points. Mm-hmm. You didn't have that option anyway. Uh, I'm enjoying this game a lot more. Yeah. I think it's a great way to play Mario 3 for those who maybe played it on original hardware. I mean, if you played on Super Nintendo, you've got the like the introduced yeah, there's a save. On and that's how I played that's it, true. and I loved yeah. it. Yeah. It's actually really weird for me going back and but playing But this, I don't have to do version. a whole world. Yeah. I don't have to do a whole world to be able to save. I yeah. think it gets halfway through a world to the smaller castle. Maybe that's in New Super Mario Brothers. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I think so. What put me off, I think, was some of the levels, all those ones where you have to go through a certain door. If you get the wrong door, you go backwards and all that. Yes. But then once you know which door you go through, yeah, then it's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a case of playing it and then working it out. I've yes. not always been a big fan of that in Mario. but No, but I mean, that's where it, it started. Like It wasn't really in Mario games before that. Well, it was in the fact that, depending on what path you take in the castle sometimes... Uh, there's a lower path and a higher path on Mario Brothers 1, I think. Or, or maybe it was Lost Levels well, I think 2. maybe Lost Levels. I where think it, that it, uh, ding. Depending which way you go, you I could go round levels. in circles. I remember that in Mario 1 when I played through. Okay. Because Lost Levels is a bit of a dick in most cases anyway, so it's probably yeah. Lost Levels. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, Nintendo. I think Nintendo have really been wowing me lately. and Wow. Wow. They've been Owen Wilson in you. Yeah, because, I mean, Nintendo consoles are the only things I've had access to, so I've been playing a lot on Nintendo. And going for those games made by Nintendo that I know are really fun. Yeah. Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I did pick up a few games recently. Yeah, Want to hear too. what I purchased? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Moonwalker on the Master System. Yeah, boy! I got it for about 12 quid. I thought that was not, not so as, bad. Not as good as the Mega Drive version, though. Walker, I've got Final Fantasy V on the Game Boy Advance, which I might have said last time. You did, yeah. You bought it from Hungary. I did. Said. I did. Oh, golly gosh. Did now, it arrive? Is it real? I don't know. I haven't checked yet. Uh, Escape from Monster Manor, I think, for the 3DO, which was a game I have fond memories of on the 3DO. My uncle had that oh, one. Jesus Christ. It's, an, e- it's an EA game. <laughs> you know, like... I'm sitting here opposite you, and you're just like, oh, man, oh, God, I never experienced Super Mario 3. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Oh, yeah, but I've got fond memories of the 3 <laughs> Just such, such an yeah, odd conversation, Tom Parry. I'd really like to get Tetris Effect, but I haven't yet. I have kind of won a physical copy, I, but I they're have, quite expensive. I've asked a colleague who's currently in the States oh, to bring me one back. Bugger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I picked up a few other things, but maybe... It's a good time for you to tell me what you um I bought one or two little things. <laughs> um so Danish website uh boz.deco uh DK is um having a, a like a black November that seems to be a thing here in Scandinavia where they don't kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean like it's it's them trying to do Black Friday all month because yeah. they don't have Thanksgiving, so it doesn't but make then you sense. Then you go on Amazon, it's Black Friday deals already. Yeah, it is. But I mean it's Black Friday deals everywhere anyways, because people have realised, hey, maybe we should cut prices so people buy more stuff for Christmas. For Christmas, which happens with the PlayStation VR, which has been cut to one eighty with a game. Oh, really? Actually one eighty on game as well with Resident Evil Seven and oh, the um, robot really? game, Interesting. which is the best deal I've seen because I've been looking at them. Interesting. Um, I think it's standard price across everywhere now. One eighty. 
180. With the camera as well. Not with the remote. I've got the camera. I need the remote, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to end up with two cameras if I buy one. Yeah, my same. camera costs about three quid. Wow, I saw yeah. one the other day in um, uh, a clearance bin. Yeah, uh, in mine was from a clearance bin Tesco. Yeah, yeah. it was it was for a fiver, and yeah. I was just like, shit, this is the newer camera. I've got the old camera, and I was like, I don't need the, the fucking newer camera. It's the same thing. Well, you can hook the old camera onto a top of a monitor quite easy. Yeah, the new camera, you nice. mean? Yeah, the new camera. Sorry. Yeah, the old one doesn't. The old no, one's no, just no. a bar. Um, it's all right. I used tape. It worked. <laughs> um no, I so this uh, this Danish website had a sale. Uh, I picked up uh, Juka, um, which what? is who's that? Uh, Juka is the other Game Boy Advance game ah. from the people who made. Oh, what's Let it? me write that on my typewriter. Right, thank you. Uh, Juka is the game from. Remember, we went to that flea market. Yeah, and I bought a game for the Game Boy Advance. It's got like Dirge or Surge. I can't remember. Dirge or Cerberus? No, not Dirge or Cerberus. Um, Scourge or Scourge. Scourge, I think is. Yes. Scourge. 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 I bought Scourge. Scourge. Um, Scourge is a weird isometric. Like you played it now. I haven't. Still, I haven't got around to it. Scourge is a an isometric third person like space adventure. Juker is using that exact same engine, but it's in a fantasy world and it looks quite charming and very bright and very vibrant. It's a game I've had my eye on for a while before <coughs> I even knew Scourge existed, and it's generally pretty expensive and climbing in price. And mm-hmm. so they had a copy for, I think it was a, it was I think it was like a tenner for a cart, and then it was forty percent off. So I was like, mm. okay, I can justify that now. Mm. Bought that. I bought um, the last Dual Masters game that I needed for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> You're a big fan of Dual Masters? Uh, I love Dual Masters, Tom really? Parry. No, I've never seen I-, I can see the shiny box over there. They've all got foil and they're all like limited oh, editions. Oh, You may. Look at it. Look, at the, look at the... Limited edition Dual right Masters then. game. So look at that, right? Look how much effort and like wow. fan- fancy... I'll buy that over, Yu-Gi-Oh! Fancy finishing has gone into that box. Like this holographic Foils like there's like from a graphic design point of view, that box is absolutely Wait, beautiful. It's yellow and blue. It's yellow and blue. It uses like hollow foil effects. It's got like soft embosses. It's got so much going on. The and like screenshots don't look so hot. No, but as a graphic designer, I know how much that box costs, and that box costs more than the four oh, quid I played for it. That. So <laughs> yeah, well, it's embossed. It's embossed. Yeah, as you say. This is the game to buy for the box alone. Exactly. Duel Masters I'm never... Judo Showdown Limited Edition. Yeah. Containing bro... free ten, 10 free trading it cards. It didn't have the 10 free oh. trading cards in it, unfortunately. But uh, every every Duel Masters game I've ever seen is a limited edition because they all well, got these crazy you, boxes. Uh, your critique of Duel Masters. What's uh, the other one you got there? Oh, that's just a copy of Super Breaker. That's the last game I needed for the Game Boy. Uh, but that, I bought that a while back. It's just It was sat on the shelf because it's sealed. And it's the only sealed Game Boy game I have, and I'm very. I, I'm original Game Boy. You talk. I'm about. debating opening it because you have it, some sealed Game Boy Color Advance. I do. Uh, I do have a lot of sealed Advance. I yeah. do have a, quite a few sealed Game Boy Color games, but that one in particular, I actually bit the bullet the other day, and I had a copy of um, Extreme Sports: The Way Forward game yeah. uh, sealed. And uh, in the move, uh, the seal on the back had slightly ripped, and I was like, "Oh fuck it." I actually I want to keep this game anyway, so I just pulled the wrapping off and yeah, I, I just saw I just saw money f- figure off into the air, Tom, like a ghost. Because once it has a slight tear in it, it's not worth anything. No, but it, it also like once it's unsealed, the box isn't worth that much. And I've got the cart. It wasn't like yeah. I bought it because 
no one knew that game was way forward and boxed copies of it were very cheap. And then as soon as I made a video saying it was way forward, prices shot up. That really? Was... You've seen that from one of your videos? Fucking ridiculous. Sometimes it happens. Isn't it? Sometimes it happens. What about, oh, Vanilla Ice? What's the reception been to that game? Oh, it's been pretty good. Um, the game, sorry, is not called Vanilla Ice. What's the game it's called? It's called Rap Quest. Rap Quest. Uh, no, the reception that was pretty good. It got featured on Nintendo <laughs> Life, uh, which is yeah. kind of cool as well. It brought um, a few more people it did. to the video. Uh, I got like an extra 60 subscribers uh, of people checking out wow, the Vanilla Ice thing. Wow. And all of them have just been saying like, hey, your content's really good. Why don't you have more subscribers? And I would just be like, oh, fucking no, you tell me. There's so many channels on YouTube. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And, you know. But you've got, I think you've got something unique. Not many channels focus on one format. No. Most focus on a much broader spectrum. No, exactly. Like and I've also had stuff. people telling me to do top five videos and I'm like, nope, not happening. No. No, because you're doing your own thing exactly out there uh, that means something. Yes, well, yeah. I try to. I, you yeah. know, I, I'm trying to do research and everything else. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I bought those. Uh, bought Minority Report as well. I haven't tried that yet. Oh. You know how much I like that film. The one I saw, there was a Game Boy Advance game. I was like, how many games are based on go? Tom Cruise films? You've got a few Top Gun uh, I games. Think, I think most you, Mission Impossible wasn't based right. on the movie, the N64 no. Mission Impossible. Uh, there's a Mission Impossible one. I think the Game Boy game may be, hmm. but I'm not sure. Uh, I think... Right, so on the Game Boy alone, Tom you Cruise. have Top Gun, Days of Thunder. There's, a there's Days, Days of Thunder actually, racing Days game. of Thunder arcade for the Xbox 360 yeah. arcade, which is unavailable. Yeah, we, we bought it. But oh, demo, we tried, yeah, we, we tried a demo. We I don't, tried a demo. I don't think it's available. I didn't buy it. Okay. But As, the demos aren't even available anymore. I know. There's a Days of yeah. Thunder game for the uh, for the thingy-majigy. There's one for the PS2 as well, right? Did we yeah. find a Days no. of Thunder game for the I PS2? I can't recall. I'm pretty one sure. One of those later releases. I'm pretty sure. It's one uh, of those like, cheap... Like Doctor like, Doolittle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or um, shit, like Beverly Hills Cop yeah. oh, by dear. Blast or oh, one of these dear. other great UK the publishers. The Bad Boys as well, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, Days of Thunder, Top Gun, and Minority Report. Yes. Um... Risky business. There's not one based on cocktail. <laughs> where, you ma- you, where you manage your own whorehouse. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> it's great. Uh, right, Tom Cocktail Cruise would be uh, an interesting one to turn to a game. Yes, it would. <laughs> but unfortunately, Cocktail did not get a game. I want. I really want to pick Color up... Colour of Money, you, you play pool. No, I, unfortunately, that never came out. Oh. Um, it's another unreleased game. Night and day. Jerry got... Maguire didn't get a game. Uh... <laughs> Can you imagine Jerry Maguire the game? It's <laughs> just <laughs> him hitting boxes to reveal money. Yeah, show me when the you money. get it. When you get them all, you just hear that voice clip. Show me the money, Jerry. Over the top. That was my best be attempt a to do digitized voice. I suppose. I mean, well, yeah. Actually, it'd be, you're trying to do your business, aren't you? You're trying to uh, get clients to represent. Uh, that's what he does, doesn't it? It's like yes. He's representative sporting people. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there is a Mission Impossible 2 game. Because that sounds like something that might have been... There's lots of stuff in the film which would translate quite well yeah. to a game. Legend didn't ever got a game right. Legend. Yeah. No, I don't All the right so. moves definitely didn't. Um, okay. Well, that would have made a football game. Well, I've got a, com- but... I've got a complete Tom Cruise collection for the Game Boy. Look at that. Is that it? I think that's it, yeah. Um, I really want to pick up the Mummy Demastered, actually, which is on Switch. Uh, it's the way forward oh. uh, game based on the the dark universe. There's got to um, be more Tom Cruise. But I feel games. it's good. Are you just like Contra, the, the Mummy Demaster? Mm. Nothing but good Has things. Tom Cruise ever lent his vocal talents to a game? Probably not. 
quite surprised they never made an interview with a vampire game. That film was pretty big at the time. Kids like vampires. They could have made a Castlevania ripoff. Oh man, I, God, I hope that's out there somewhere. I hope that project was like greenlit. Vampire Hunter version of like uh, Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. Oh, it'd be good. The Van Helsing game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got that. There's, there's multiple Van Helsing yeah, games. Yeah, it's meant to be okay, that. It'd be like Devil May Cry a little, perhaps. Yeah, there's also like the... Th- the oh, Xbox no, I, one, I, the one to get, I hear. Yeah. There's, I'm not thinking of Van Helsing. It's that dark, whatever it's called, the first-person shooter on the PS2 that looks like Van Helsing. Dark Watch? Yeah, maybe. That's on the Xbox. No, I'm talking PS2. about PS2 game, and then oh. I bought it, and I laughed at the title, and you were like, oh, no, that's really good. I've got it. First-person shooter, like gothic horror first-person shooter on the PS2, like arena style. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, um, other than that, I picked up uh, Drill Dozer uh, because I played it yours. Uh, game Freak, Drill right? Drill Dozer, yes. Yeah, good game. Good Enjoyed game. it. Good Inter- game. One you should have for your yeah. Game Boy Advance collection. Interesting though, cartridge, so. only available in America and Rumbles. Japan. So I was looking forward to getting that. Um, I also picked up with that Onimusha Tactics, which I've heard nothing but good things about. I'm not really big on tactics, but I heard it's like Advance Wars, so I'll give it a go. Accessible like Advance Wars. Accessible like Advance Wars, set in feudal Japan, mm. which is kind of cool. I, I like that world and that period of history a lot, uh, thanks mm. to Kenzen. So. That is Yakuza Kenzen. That is Yakuza yeah. Kenzen. I can't go an episode without you mentioning try, Yakuza. Uh, Blood Will Tell. Blood Will Tell, what's that? It's a PS2 third-person action game set in a similar era, okay. but with more supernatural elements like Onimusha. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait for that Onimusha remaster. That's gonna oh, be good. Oh, Anmusha one. Anmusha, yeah. Mm, they should just release all three, shouldn't they? That's Blood what they used to do back on PS3. They used yeah. to do like trilogies, like Prince of Persia trilogy. But why, Tom? When you can sell them all again, and then you can put out like, isn't there like four Anmusha games? Yeah. There's like Warlords. Dawn of Dreams. Yeah, one, two, three. Dawn of Dreams. Yeah. And then there's Blade Warriors. What's it called? Oh. The, the, the Smash Brothers like game. Yes. And then you've got this tactics game. There's two versions of Anamusha 1, isn't there? There's the Xbox one and the PS2 one. The yeah. Xbox one's a little different. Or yeah. is it the same? It just got better no, graphics. No, the Xbox one has extra stuff in it. Yeah. I have seen the box for Blood Will Tell, and I've never looked at the back of it, and I'm like, okay, actually, maybe I should pick up Blood Will Tell. Blood Will Tell, it's, it features on many a hidden gems list on YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, I, I, I have nothing much to say, Tom Parry. Let, oh. let us wrap up this podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah I picked up a couple of other things, but uh, honestly, I can't remember what they are. Okay, that's fine. We've rabbited on for an hour, anyways. <laughs> okay, um, if you've liked this this waffle of a podcast, I think it's been good. We've talked about some some big points here, some hard hitting new stories. <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah. Um. Cool. Um, We've probably forgotten some other. Uh, equally huge gaming news stories. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I haven't really played that many games and I haven't really been focused that much around games myself because I've been moving out. So you haven't been interested now. enough to play Red Dead 2 again. Oh, God, no, we haven't talked about Red Dead. No, let's not talk about Red Dead 2 because A, everyone and their mothers probably already talked about Red Dead 2 since we last podcasted. Yeah. And B, I don't like it and people will get angry at that. So oh, he's left it on that bombshell. Let's People wrap are gonna that up. Wanna, no, they won't, will they? No, they won't. They won't care, Tom. They won't get the end of this video. No, <laughs> it's exactly. It's not video, is it? I hope pod. not. There I is a camera behind us. Get to the end of this podcast. If you, you have listened this, this long, 
yeah. thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We hope we've sure. entertained you. Hopefully. And if you liked the podcast... You can find us in a variety of places on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tom Attack. You can find us on Twitter, me at Gameboil, Tom at TomParry11, and of course the podcast itself at TMA Cast. You can listen to this podcast in a variety of places, such as on blastprocess.com, tomamattack.com forward slash podcast. Yeah, you can just do it in the living room, you the can. bedroom, the garden. If you <laughs> the, lounge. the lounge. Yeah, on a train, wherever yeah. you want. On a plane. Yeah, though people may arrest you if you do it in public. Who knows? Um, you can also find it in iTunes and Stitcher. Well, not in iTunes, why not give it a cheeky rate and subscribe? And if you really like it, go all out and give us five stars. Exactly, that's just know that you're listening yeah. and that you like it. Anyway, that's enough. I'm going to make a cup of tea because it's been an exhausting day and it's time for tea. What do we tell them at the end of every podcast? Tom Parry. Game on! We do! We do!